This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tukatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد A few months ago it would have been unimaginable to even have thought about the masajid closing something that would never ever have crossed our minds I think every single person, every Muslim regardless of how practicing they are regardless of how committed they are to this deen, everyone has a connection with their masjid. Whether it's a, a memory, whether, whether it's an incident that happened to them, whether it's that joy, that happiness of coming to the masjid, every Muslim has this connection with the masjid. Maybe coming as a young child to, to the madrasa, even those people, maybe they only attend the Jum'ah prayer, Salatul Eid twice a year, but every person has this link and this connection with the masjid. So why is the masajid such an important issue in Islam? Why are our masajid such a major pillar and part of our community? The masjid is a symbol, a symbol of Islam. It's a public display of our religion. Wherever you go in the world, wherever you find a Muslim community, more likely than not that you will find a masjid. It's the bedrock of society. Like we find in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, his masjid, in many narrations you find the, the companions, they would go to the masjid to pray, they would go to play, they would go to sleep, they would go to learn. The masjid was used as a place to cure people, a place for women to come to educate themselves a place for children to nurture themselves, for them to be educated. From the time of the Prophet ﷺ, up until now, we find that the masjid is something to be proud about, something to have honor in our lives because of this place of worship, because of the masjid. And the Prophet ﷺ, when he would talk about the masajid, he would describe them as the best places on earth. He would describe them as the best places of, on earth. Khairul Biqa al Masajid. The best place on earth is the masjid. And the worst place is Al Aswaq, those marketplaces. The marketplace from one of the worst places that are on this earth, on this planet, where we live. The best of places are the masajid. 
So as lockdown eases and we find our daily routine and schedules going back to normal, we might be going shopping, meeting our friends, going out, enjoying ourselves. But when it comes to the masjid, we might have a thought in our mind, it's not safe to go. It's not safe to go. Whereas the masjid with the rules and regulations in place are probably from one of the most safest places we could find. So if our lives have returned to normal, don't use this as an excuse to abandon the masajid. Don't use this as an excuse to abandon the masajid. Of course, we know if we're not feeling well, or if we have a religious Islamic reason not to attend the masjid, we genuinely fear that we would catch the virus. The religion is, 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 is easy for us. It's made things easy for us. Stay at home. But if your life, if you're returning back to normality, do not abandon the masajid. A man came to the Prophet wasallam, a blind man. And he said to the Prophet wasallam, I, I, I don't have a guide to show me to the masjid. The man said, is there a rukhsa, is there a concession that I could take? So that I can play, pray at home. And the Prophet said, do you hear the call? Do you hear the call to prayer? Qala na'am. The man said, yes. The Prophet said, Ajib, answer that call to prayer. This was a man who couldn't see, a blind man. Salatul jama'ah, congregational prayer is something which is wajib, something which is obligatory, something which we must do. Somebody might ask the question, but is the same case for praying in a masjid? Somebody who asks this question needs to ask the reason, why am I asking this question? Sometimes we deprive ourselves from tasting the sweetness of iman, the sweetness of worship. That feeling when you wake up for fajr and come to the masjid, that feeling when you pray maghrib, isha, dhuhr, asr, the daily prayers in the masjid. Is this the reason why you're depriving yourself of attending the masjid, of praying in the masjid? When we look at the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, we see as soon as he entered Medina, the first thing he would he carried out was he established a masjid. He built a masjid. Why do we need to ask these questions when we know when the Prophet said that seven people on the day of judgment will be shaded by the shade of Allah. That day where there is no shade except for his shade. And one of those people, he said, Rajulun, qalbuhu mu'allakum bil masjid. That, that man whose heart is attached to the masjid, when he hears the masajid have closed, he feels sad. He feels a void in his heart. Why? Because he loves attending the masjid. He has that attachment, that commitment to the masjid. Why shouldn't we feel honored and proud of our masajid when Allah praises those people who look after the masajid? Allah describes these people who look after the masajid, those people who take care of the masajid, those people who believe in Allah and the last day they establish the prayer and give zakah, and so on. Allah praises these people. The lady who used to look after and take care of the masjid of the Prophet One day the Prophet didn't see her. So he asked the people. And they told her that she had passed away. So the Prophet said, Take me to where she has been buried. Guide me to where she has been buried. 
So they took the Prophet ﷺ and he prayed over her. Why? Because she had a space, she had a place in Islam, she had a place. She would look after the masajid. The Prophet ﷺ, when he, he would return from a journey, كان إذا قدم من سفر بدأ بالمسجد فصلى فيه that if he came from a journey, he would start with a masjid. He would go to his masjid. Regardless of where he came from or what he had to do, he would go to the masjid first and he would pray in it. Why do we need to ask these questions? When the Prophet ﷺ was on his deathbed, in the pangs of death, he would wake up and ask, the, and ask have the people prayed? And then he would faint. And then he would wake up again sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he would wash his face trying to rejuvenate himself so he can find the energy to go to the masjid to pray with the people. And again he would faint and, and this would... Why? Because of his love for salatul jama'ah, for the congregational prayer, his love for the masjid. So again, this is something that we need to ask ourselves. Where is our position with the, with the masajid? How are we with the masjid? Are we regular? Are we frequent? Are we abandoning this masjid or the masajid in general? أقول ما تسمعون واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Again, we need to ask ourselves the question: What is our relationship with the masajid? What is our relationship with the masajid? Previously and now. When our elders came from different parts of the world and they settled in these countries, they strove, they toiled, they struggled to build these places of worship, these institutes that we see now. We stand on their shoulders. Everything that they carried out, this is based on what they done. Every reward is an ongoing charity for them. So when we see our connection with the masajid, we see that this is something which has been lost. And it's something that we need to be scared of and ashamed of. These people, they would come and they would sacrifice everything they had for these masajid, for us being here now, right here, right now. So this is something that we really need to look at and think, ponder. What are we doing? How is our relationship with our prayers? How is our relationship with the masajid? The masjid is something that was used to learn, that used to teach people, to educate people, to facilitate that learning, to nurture people, our youth that we see. The masjid is a place where the youth should come, where they should be nurtured. But unfortunately, we see our hearts have become divided from the masajid. They are not connected. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make this period a period of reflection, a period where we attach our hearts to the masajid. For indeed, when the masjid becomes the bedrock of society, we will see great change. When we see people's hearts attached to the masjid, we will see change. When we see people praying in the masajid, this is when we see change. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما 
اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين واقيم الصلاه This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.